Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to Wacky Wednesday, brought to you by Game Day Squad. Create, coach, compete in fantasy footy, be the coach and win. Uh, so download the app and play now. Uh, let's bring in our boys. We've got my boy Kyle today. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, mate. Had a day off. Uh, young fella had some a sports day on, into school sports. He did pretty well, so it's been a good day, and, and uh, just keen to rip it and talk some footy coming into round three. Actually, before I uh, move to our next two contestants, <laughs> I don't know what the giveaway is yet. No. Uh, we've actually got a uh, the New Zealand show coming in. So if I can find the promo here, <laughs> there we go. So uh, Talker League will be in Auckland on Sunday, the 26th of March, prior to the round four clash between the Warriors and, and the Bulldogs. So join TK, Kyle, Tim and J-War um, for some beers at 12 p.m. before they do a live podcast at 1 o'clock. 1 p.m. So with lots of prizes to be won. The venue for the day is the Garrison Public House. So it's a beautiful pub in Sylvia Park, so I've been told. Uh, shout out to Dave Hickey for letting us host at this venue. It's only two kilometres from Mount, Start, Mount Smart Stadium and 100 metres to the train line for the boys. So that's great. Um, so come meet the boys, have some banter uh, as Talking League hits the shore of NZ. So entry is free. So hit up um, all of us in the DMs if you're coming on the day to let us know you're coming. But um. Speaking of uh, one of the people that's going to be there, Shoots, how are you, mate? You excited for the day? I am. I'm very excited. I've been kept my bags already packed and I'm counting down. <laughs> Mrs. is giving you the, the leaf pass for, for the weekend, so that's good. Yeah, she'll, she'll miss me. Nah. Oh, 100%. 100%. I, I miss you every time <laughs> I, I don't hear your voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, glad to have you on Wacky Wednesday. Some would say you're a perfect candidate for Wacky Wednesday, so <laughs> welcome to the show, mate. Thank you. I'm very excited. And last but not least, we've got Big Sean. Actually, um, the creator of the Bounce Back song, is his name is actually Big Sean. So I think that, that might have been a So uh, how are you, bud? Yeah, good, mate. If only that was an omen for some of my players this for last week. But um, we'll make do this week, I guess. Maybe. Maybe you could be the Big Bounce King for us. Let's, there we yeah. go. <laughs> nah, Stags, Stags wrapped it last week, so maybe not. No, I reckon Stag... Look... Surely Herbie can't take all the uh, the glory, so maybe Stags comes up with a big bounce back. That's um that's Sean's plug of the week there. Bounce back for Stags. <laughs> Every week uh, till the end. <laughs> oh, let's rip into the show, boys. So we've got our buys. Uh, we'll start with the veteran Kyle. Um, who is your buy this week? Yeah, it's uh, someone hot on everyone's lips, and it's Jacob Preston. He he killed it last week. He comes in this week at 287k and a B of a whopping minus 12. So he's going to make a, a heap of cash. Probably going to get the big minutes. You know, last week he played 62. Uh, he's got 62 points in 76 minutes. A try, a line break, 39 tackles, four missed tackles, two misses, two errors, and still ran for 116 meters. I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking. Um, he'll continue to start and continue to play the big minutes week in week out. Um with him and uh, Kiko on the other side and RFM at lock. And I even think that when TPJ returns, I'm pretty certain he'll play in that proper mid-rotation and um, and, and you'll s- continue to see Preston, Kiko and uh, RFM remain the 11, 12 and 13. And if they do choose to carry their, their other one one edge on the bench, which could either be Corey Waddell or Andrew Davey, I th- still think Preston will start ahead of them and still play a decent amount of minutes, you know, 55, 60 minutes. So I think he's going to make some really, really good coin going forward, and I think he's going to continue to pump out good scores as well. So yeah, I think I this week he's definitely a, a person to bring in for your team. Yeah, I wish I had three trades this week because he would be the third player I'd bring in. 
I decided to go elsewhere just for points. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be burning when he scores a, a 50 and technically a, a 65 change through his break even. So, yeah, look, it's upsetting. But... Um, are, we, are we not? Are we not worried? Are we not worried about his job security at all? No, I'm not, man. Because who, who who do you think would take it? Like TPJ is a chance, but I think TPJ is still on the done, and I think it's going to be more of a prop because you know yep. they've lost yeah, Thompson, they've lost. If, T, um, if TPJ TPJ goes in the middle, that's probably going to push uh, Raymond Fatala Mariner to the edge, right? Yeah, but, yeah, but I, th- think about oh, how sorry. how. When, when do you think TB's come back? He's come back for another four weeks. So he's no, still ne- got a next, week, next week or round five, isn't it? I thought it was four yeah. to six. Yeah, he's okay. about round five. But I still think he's going to go into the prop rotation, into the middle, because now they've lost, lost Luke Thompson. They need another big bopper to fill up up the front. And Luke Thompson wasn't even going to play 13, I don't think. So I think he's going to play in that prop rotation. Uh, it's a good look. It's a good thought there. I still think there's plenty of cash. Like I said, minus 15, you're going to make 80K. Yeah, yeah, this one week. So if you yeah. can, if you want to take the risk, there's probably, he's probably not a bad risk. Yeah. I'm keen as on him. I was just thinking about yeah. he, what's his long term job security. Well, you made me feel good about not having him in my uh, trades this week. So thank you for that. <laughs> there's positives out of everything in him, right? <laughs> uh, all right, Sean, we'll go to you next, mate. Who's your buy of the week? Mine is Reed Marnie from the Doggies as well. I think it's a good double up if you get Preston and Marnie. You need to get rid of the cheese. You probably need hooker depth. Marnie's 71-54 the first two weeks, and he looks like he's everything in that Bulldogs attack. Yeah. Uh, he's up five, point, uh, five tackles per game from last year. Seems to have a bit of a kicking game back, averaging 100 kick metres, so it's a nice little three points every week there. And has either a line break assist or a try assist every week so far. So up until Origin, late buy. He's a good buy to get early. Yeah, that is a good shout. As much as it hurts me seeing him do well leaving Parramatta, I wanted him to to flop. Uh, but no, he's, he's actually he's actually played pretty well, so it's a good shout there. Uh, Shooter, who's your by the week? Uh, big Jackie Bird playing thirteen for the Dragons here, so he comes in at six hundred and fourteen k with a break even of thirty five this week. He's only two point two percent owned at the moment, mm. um, and with that fifty two in the weekend. Oh, I think it's just things to come. He averaged last year, and saying that, it was only seven games. He averaged close to 55 at lock. Um, and he did play, that was over 80 minutes, but he played a lot shorter minutes in the weekend, which was a little bit strange. But I'm still big on him, and he's probably going to be your best centre option this year, especially mm. if he continues to play at lock, um, which is one of those, Positions you kind of want to lock down a gun. We've talked about it all all early season. You want a gun sort of early that you can sort of keep in there. They don't have another buy till six round sixteen, I think. And I think he's almost getting into that must have territory if you can get a more expensive player into your centres, so you're not having to use all those trades where you can use your trades elsewhere, like I do. Yeah, he. he um, I'm sort of spewing that we didn't. I didn't trade. Smith to him last week. It was sort of like, it was like, do I, don't I? We decide to hold off. Uh, but who's going to know that Smith actually decided to come off and hurt his rib again, unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah it's, it's a good shout. But it, it's just weird because his minutes last week were really, were really strange. And he did look like he was a middle now. He, I don't think you'll see him playing in the backs again. Um, yeah, he's, he's got been... that fr- solid frame, hasn't he? 
Yeah, he's on the he's on the shooter diet by the looks, <laughs> and, he, and he's he's looking like he's looking like a man basically. Can we just uh, before we move forward? Can we just say to the the punter listed out there? He's come on, shooters come on. He's wearing a Broncos jersey, so we don't know where his loyalty lies here. I don't day know what's one, going on. day one Broncos. <laughs> I'm disappointed, bro. <laughs> At least Kyle's got his Warriors hat on, so he's holding strong. <laughs> All right, we'll move forward. We'll move on to the holds. So, Kyle, who's who's your hold for this week? Yeah, I'm I'm going a bit. I'm going Nathan Cleary this week. Everyone's going on about selling him. Boo. And yeah, everyone is talking about selling him. So please sell him if you really want to. But we all started with him because he knew Nico Hines wasn't coming back or wasn't starting the season, right? He scores 61 in round one. He scores 37 in round two. Yes, under par. We all know that. A gun's not allowed to have bad scores because if you go and look at Cam Murray, round one he scored 66 and round two he scored 45, but no one's going on about selling him, are they? So I just think that everyone's going on about selling Nathan Cleary. Penrith haven't looked good, but I can guarantee that they return in round four with a bang, and those that sell Cleary are not going to be very happy about it. So, sure, what do you do? Just take your personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do it. <laughs> what do you, um, you You know, like, he, he's got an 85 BE leading into round four, but, you know, any week he can score 85 pretty easily, and I just think people got to think before they sell Cleary, and I know it's, I think it's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction, and yet, no, there's other halves that are performing, like Sean Johnson and Adam Reynolds, to name a few, but I don't think any of these guys are on the level of Nathan Cleary and fantasy. So that's my rant about Nathan Cleary and why you should hold him. <laughs> look, a good rant, and it's look, it's understandable, but I don't know. He did come off injured, didn't he? Are you worried about the, the high ankle sprain? Is that something we should be concerned about? Uh, no, well, we just had a quick look at that um, at uh, the NRL physio Patreon there, and and it looks like you know there's no observations that that he's in a moon boot or any any sort of bracing around that foot. So I, I don't think there's any problems, and I think that these two weeks off will do him well. Yeah, okay. Look, I, look, I'm still trying to take out spot fires, so I think I will trade him. I'll probably regret it, but yeah, I'm just going BDE this 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 week. So, um, Shorty, who's your hold? I've got Egan Butcher. Um, the Roosters are a bit, under, a bit underdone, but with his work rate and the way he goes about it on the edge, I think he's a solid hold. There's, unless he's one of the only people you need to trade out, A, you're doing pretty well, and B, I wouldn't really know who you get around that price range. He's still got a base of around 45. Mm. He just has a couple of demerits and hasn't really gotten the chance to attack yet. But once that Roosters attack does click on his edge, he'll be firing, getting 60s and 70s. How did Egan yeah. Butcher stay on on the weekend? He was he was yeah. like Caelan Pongin. Yeah, well, the same <laughs> some people the just have hard, some people just have harder heads, maybe. Well, he, or, like he was stumbling, and then he then he got the ball and like literally stumbled through the line and made a line break. <laughs> yeah, that's where he got all his points. And, yeah. and that's all his points came from. He was on like twenty nine up until then. Do, do you think if Brandon Smith, if he actually? Yeah, you know, if he actually starts playing well and, and coming good, does everyone benefit at the Roosters? Like, does Egan Butcher get more ball? Does Nat Butcher get more ball because again, more you know attacking like positions, or could he be the the, the one key? Yeah, they get a bit more front football. You know, he's good out of dummy half. Old Smith, you know, when he runs and he runs well, he opens up a lot of, make creates a lot of chances for his outside backs and especially his edges that are keeping up with him. You know, yeah. they do like uh, that what... short side play as well. So. It'll work out well for, in the long run. 
Yeah, okay. Well, that's a hold from Sean for Egan Butcher. Shooter, who's your, who are you holding? What man are you holding this week? <laughs> I've, I've seen lots of people saying they're getting rid of Tanner Boyd, and um, I'm, mm. I'm, not, I'm not, too, not too keen on getting rid of him yet. Like like Egan Butcher, if Tanner Boyd's someone you've got to get rid of, well, you're in a pretty good position after the week we had. I think people were just overreacting to him getting hooked at, mm. with five minutes to go, and I, and I don't I don't know if that was an actual a hooking quotation finger things, but a hooking, <laughs> or if they just wanted to get Jaden Jaden Campbell in there to to spark them up a little bit. He's got an average of forty eight at halfback last year, and his B is thirty seven, so it's very attainable. I'd at mm. least give him one more game before you consider consider flicking him because what did he get in the first game? He got he got 38 and that win over the Tigers and that's with four missed tackles. He was doing, he's still doing the majority of the kicking. Kieran Foran walks out onto the field in a Zimmer frame. He's that old. and He's not, he's not going to be doing that much kicking. If Tanner Boyd's got the position, don't throw him away yet. Give him, give him one more chance. And the Titans were rubbed, weren't that great on uh, last week either, were they, really? No. no I'm, sort of torn. I'm torn here because, you know, we all brought Tanner Boyd in at the start because, one, he's got the dual position, and the other one was he was going to be playing with his high school, you know, the story, uh, his high school sweetheart, David Fafita. <laughs> as, so, as soon as he went to the right side, we, we didn't preempt that. We didn't think that that would affect him, but it mm. looks like it might have affected him more than, than that. But he just might need to um, find his feet a little bit more and, somehow find a combination with the very vanilla uh, Joe Stimson, maybe. Um, I think he actually had a few good um, line runs from Melbourne Storm when he used to play for him. So maybe maybe it just takes time for those two to connect. So, yeah, I'm torn on him. So, yeah, I'll probably I'll give him another third date and see how he goes. Yeah, yeah, I think, if, if, like I said, if he is your biggest issue this week that you have to consider trading him out, mm-hmm. well, I don't know what you're on about, to be honest. Yeah, or or if that if you've got no other spot fires and that's your only spot fire, geez, all right, you must be going pretty well. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. So who are we getting the hell out of our team? Who are we selling, and is it urgent? Kyle, we'll go with you again. Yeah, Brendan Brendan Smith's pretty urgent, mate. He's my sell, and uh, I think he's he's everyone's sell this week. Uh, He's turned into a bonfire rather than a spot fire, I think. And you know, he's he's returned us a thirty-four and an eleven in two rounds. He's already lost us fifty-four thousand bucks. You know, Um, I was surprised to see him actually suit up in round two after he got smoked by cocaine beer in round one. You know, I (laughs) I just didn't think he would play. There's rib and what we already knew was a rib injury. Surprised he suited up and when he got got crunched uh, against the Warriors and came off. We all kind of knew that it probably wasn't good. And, you know, he got needled up, tried to warm up and still couldn't do that. So I just think that those pain, that pain threshold, you know, he'll probably play through it, but it's definitely going to affect his performance. And we've seen it in other players. It's affected them for a couple of weeks, even if they are needled up. So I just don't think it's the risk we want to want to carry uh, this early in the season because he's just going to keep bleeding cash and probably going to keep giving us these mediocre scores that we, we don't really want. I've got another guy that I'll, I'll, that you could look at going to, and it's and it's Jacob Little. He's only owned by 0.8%. He's 57k more. He scored 66 last week. That was scattered with some nice base, but he did score a try, a line break, six tackle busts, and two offloads to hand, so it was slightly inflated. And but yeah, I think Little, little could be a, a good little shout. And they're not um. It's 
the alternative is Moses Sumbai. So I yep, know he started exactly. to take yeah, the, yeah. the sting out of the game, but yeah, I don't get this love for, for Mbai. But um, look, obviously someone does. But yeah, it's a good shout there. I think I actually I have got Tommy Tellow as a trade out um, and to bring in Reese Walsh. Yep. But when I think I'm double thinking about it now, Reese Walsh isn't going to. Oh, sorry, um, Tommy Tellow is not going to lose many cash this week. But Brandon Smith could lose cash, so I'm have to change that to just leave to sell Brandon Smith and. Um, at least I've got some money in the bank for a, a trade next week. So good shout there, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, Sean, who's your sell? Who's your urgent well, sell of the week? Yeah, for the 14% that have him, it's Jeremiah Nanai. <laughs> he has to go. He's lost 61K already, has a break-even of 56, and last week scored 40 with two tries. For a back row, that's pretty disappointing. He had 26 tackles but eight misses and 31 total run meters. So oh, the Cowboys aren't quite clicking just yet, but even when they do, he still only averaged 45 last year, and I don't think he'll be hitting his break even anytime soon. Mm. No, I think you probably put on there. Watch, watch him get like 80 points after everyone <laughs> this week. Yeah. He's that kind of player that would do that, you know? Yeah. That's the way the world works, Andy. Yeah, I know. We should have that's a team the, that... We that's how the axis adjusts. Yeah. <laughs> In a, in a uh, parallel universe, he's probably one of the best players. We'll see. <laughs> uh, all right, Shoots, who's your, who's your urgent sell of the week? Well, this may surprise some people, but Kalen Ponga. For the, <laughs> for the nearly 5% people that own him, he is taking up $471,000 of your cap. And his when he does come back from his head injury, his B will be 60. And just with that... Um, New the eleven day stand down with a grade mm. one HIA. He's going to be missing a lot of footy. I feel. Yep. I I just I you can't justify holding him. He he's going to be a Brandon Smith. Where will he ever be back to his best? His I'll tell you his last six scores in fantasy: thirty one, zero, forty seven, <laughs> six, twenty three, and then before that was a hundred and two. So it kind of blows you. <laughs> that's that's but, some superstar uh, stats there. Zero to one hundred and two. Yeah. That's a very high ceiling, but a very low floor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you just can't justify it with his injury injury worries. And I, and I do feel sorry for him. Like I'm not laughing at his injury because it's terrible. But uh, what fantasy wise, you just can't touch him. He, people will be tempted when he's back mm. for you know mid four hundreds or whatever. Or he's probably going to be like four hundred k or something. People are going to be tempted. Don't just don't do it. Yeah, I think we we touched on this pre-season. Like he's just he's just very risky, and all the um all the risky cashies we had. You know, imagine we had Ponger. I think this is actually probably Pat's um scenario right now because I believe he picked him up. But the risky cashies, at least we can we can turf them out with not having to worry about other players. Whereas, you know, you, you, we unfortunately Ponger's injury um head head injury assessment um that's that's a problem with him. <laughs> um. All right, moving on. What is our last one? We've got our avoids. So, plays people are bringing in that you sort of you think they shouldn't. Who's your avoid, Kyle? Yeah, look, uh, if you've started with this guy, you've done well, and it's Bryce Cartwright. You've had a good couple of good parties in the last couple of weeks. I just think um, I think you've missed a bus on him now, and especially you'll be the, the resident guru here, Andy, with uh, Ryan Madison returning next week. Kind of not quite sure what is what Cardi's role is going to be. You know, is he going to go to the right and push Dory up, or uh, which would be good for the people that do own Bryce Cartwright? But will Maddo play on the edge with 
that Cardi's on and push him back to the bench. You know, who knows? And with the way Brad Arthur's running that rotation, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near that bench. Um, so, yeah, I just yeah, I just think you've got to avoid Bryce right now because we're just not sure what's going to happen when Ryan Madison returns. Yeah, that's the unfortunate scenario. I, I was saying if, if everyone was healthy, uh, Maddo wouldn't have played on the edge. But the fact that Sean Lane is... You know, he's missing that, that left edge strength. Yep. And, you know, you've got dual, dual bags who's defending inside Wunger Blake and Bryce Cartwright. So the poor, the poor mm. men need some help. Um, so yep. Maddo is, is a pretty decent defender. So hopefully, I think they, yep. they will just push him there. Yeah, do you, yeah, do you so, think that Cardi will go back to the bench, Andy? Or do you think Dory's going to? Because I actually think Bryce Cartwright offers a hell of a lot more. In attack, yes. Yeah. But I, I just think, um, I think they need some stability on that left side. Unfortunately, um, although Cardi is very um, flamboyant and um, silky with his with his sort of attacking style, it's just not consistent. And I feel like they need to really strengthen up that love side, especially with mm. um, with Butterfingers uh, Waka. Unfortunately, so I think they will bring him in. So yeah, I think it's a smart play to avoid Cardi right there. You've got to remember, um, Dory's done Dory's done nothing wrong either. He's just, he's just not he's not the extravagant. Yeah, like uh, as Andy says, flamboyant. <laughs> <laughs> um, who you got next? We got Sean. Right, who's your avoid? Uh, Brody Jones from the Knights. He is a constant trap in fantasy. He'll come in, play his eighty minutes, get you thirty to forty points. He's priced at two hundred thirty-five k. So unless he's really getting those attacking stats, which he probably won't in the Knights team at the moment, he's just going to be the same price you sell him at. And I just. Yeah, don't see a world where getting him would provide you any value when there's guys like mm. Jacob Preston, 150k cheaper. No, I think you're spot on there. Um, Shoots, who's your boy for this week? Uh, I'm kind of dreading this because I don't know <laughs> if it's the right decision, but I've seen a lot of people starting to bring in Tommy Gilbert, and it just doesn't feel right to me. He feels feels trappish. But then I look at his scores and I'm like, maybe he's not trappish because he's pretty consistent. But so this one maybe ignore my advice, but we'll we'll see how we go. If he fails, I was right, and if he goes well, <laughs> I didn't say anything. But um, <laughs> that's not how the but, internet works, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, last week he got a sixty, and I think it was a sixty, and his his um, score was slightly inflated with the try, and I'm still not sure on his um on his minutes, just with the injuries and that that have been in that Ford pack last, well, the first two games, you've had uh, James, uh, what's his name? Wallace? Jared Wallace. Jared Wallace. Go off and Ray Stone not play either um, and get injuries. So I'm, d- I'm just not sure on his role yet. Maybe maybe three date him as well. Maybe four or five date him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and when you get, and you get some, like, consistent like a consistent team out there, see what his role is, and he might, he could well be a pickup, and I could be absolutely wrong. Uh, look, I think if you started with him, well done. But um, yeah, maybe just yeah. give him three or four more dates until you yeah. solidify him into your team, especially because you don't know how long this dolphin streak's gonna gonna run. Yeah, yeah. Just my my gut feel. I don't I don't want to go on gut feels, but my gut feel the same trap. <laughs> I don't. Trap we don't city, have the trap but... city. We don't have the trap city song, but yeah, well, you can you can imagine, right? You can imagine. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, so look, um, talking league 
has actually partnered with Game Day Squad. So to, to create your own fantasy league competition, commencing hopefully this week. So keep, up, keep an eye out for socials. To celebrate, we're giving away 10K over the next four weeks thanks to Game Day Squad. So get ready and register now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au or download the app on your iPhone or Android. Uh, stay tuned for our socials and podcasts this week for further updates on join on how to join the official Talking League Fantasy Footy Competition. So it'll be two thousand five hundred dollars each week, which is an amazing amount of money. Um, actually, one week probably tops the um, NRL Fantasy's price for the year. So that's that's uh, <laughs> very good there. So get involved. Uh, starting hopefully starting this week, um, we'll give the we'll put out on socials the invite code so we can join our fantasy league. So register now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au. Uh, also, just a reminder about the 26th of March prior to the, sh- the, the Warriors show. Uh, we've got that live show in the Garrison Public House, so in Sylvia Park in Auckland. So, look, meet the boys. it will be a barrel of laughs and a, barrel, a bit of banter. So, hopefully, meet us there. It's free, so hit us up in the DMs and if you're coming on the day. Um, all right, lads, thank you for the uh, buy, hold, sell, avoid insight. Top notch as usual. Let's go for a quick little punchy uh, overs and unders. So um, for the new contestants here, shoots. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a player and I'll give you a fantasy score. But and then you tell me if it's going to be over or under for this week. Okay. So I, actually, this this is a stitch up this one here. But I've got Mark <laughs> Nichols. I haven't got fantasy points, but I've got minutes. So I'm going to give you 48 minutes. He's played 49. And he played 50 minutes so far. So, Shooter, we'll keep, we'll keep it nice and punchy. Do you think he's going to go over or under 48 minutes? Under. Lovely. That's very punchy, too. That's one word punchy. Kyle, for yourself. Um, over 48.5. <laughs> it's a good offense sitter over here. Sean, what do you reckon? Under 47.5. <laughs> I'm thinking under as well. I think the, the uh, 30, I think he's 33-year-old. I don't know if he can back up 50 minutes every every week, especially coming from last year's 30, 34-ish or something like that. So uh, this one yeah, is I'm for 33, this... Andy. Oh, and you can play... Hurricanes a bit of... Who Hurricanes are You're a needy no, minute centre. No comment. No comment. Uh, this one's for the sellers and the holders of uh, Brandon Smith. So 36 fantasy points. I know it's not his break-even, but what are your thoughts there, Shoots? I, uh, well, we just talked about how the fantasy world works, Andy, <laughs> and he's probably going gonna to score over with <laughs> 65 points a week. 65. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so, because I can't get him out. Kyle, what are your thoughts? I reckon he's going to go under because Cam Murray's going to iron him out. Ooh, putting a target of those ribs, eh? Yep. Sean, over under? Because I sold him. Easy over. Yeah, I'm, think, I'm thinking the same. 15% oh, people who sold him are going to be upset with the over. So I think that's 50-50. Uh, Tohu Harris. So we did score 59. Then he scored 60. Uh, so naturally, the line there is, is 60 points. So is he over or under, Warriors boys? Kushuda, what do you reckon? Over. over 70. Yeah. 70. Are he in your team? Nah. I want him to be, but he's not. <laughs> Kyle? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say over as well. He's he's just dominating that middle at the moment for the Warriors, and he's gonna play another 80 minutes. I think it's gonna be over, man. Sean, over just in base alone. Yes. Yeah, I'm thinking over as well because they're missing. Um, well, Barnett's gone to that edge, so we just they need that extra, mm. um, extra big body in the middle to just stay out there longer and and actually put in. So yeah, over. That's a overs for all of us. Uh, can, this can we, one. Can we, 
Can we quickly just have you have you any of you guys seen Tohu Harris in person? No, is he a, a giant? Yeah, like I'm not I'm not the smallest person in the world. I'm not I'm not I'm like just under six foot, but he made me look like a child. <laughs> he he was we were at the museum and he was in there with his family and I thought it was like a professional basketball player or something. Stephen Adams. Um, it's huge. I'm just, I'm just trying to check his height at the moment. Very good looking man, also. He is. I love his long hair. He's one point nine chicken around. One point nine five <laughs> meters tall. So, geez, that's six Jeez. foot five inches. So he, he towers over me. That's crazy. Yeah. Very, so very, yeah, look, that's all overs for the uh, for the big tohu. Uh, this one here is one that I'm actually interested in. Your thoughts, SJ? So his fancy average is fifty seven fancy points for the first two games. Naturally, one was under, one was over. Uh, what are your thoughts there, Shoots? Oh, I think under this week. Ooh, okay, okay. Under for Shoots, Cole? Yeah, I'll agree with Shooter there. I think he's going to go under. It's still going to be you know mid-40s, early 50s. I just don't think he's going to push 57. Okay, and Sean? Yeah, under as well. He'll have to kick a lot, but yeah, under. I'm going over, boys. He's coming nice. into my team, and he's going to be kicking goals for me. Because that that score last week, no tries, no try assists. So that's mm. I'm pretty sure he looks that's really cool. good. He looks the best, like fitness wise, I've seen him in a long oh. time. That well, was I've his been, best game he's played in the Warriors jersey for a while. I've sta- I started the uh, the movement, bend the chin and bring the wing in because he's got wings. Those lats. <laughs> wings. They are they are beautiful. A <laughs> last one here. We have got DCE, sixty two fantasy points. Uh, over under shoots. Oh, over. Over. Okay. Okay. Kyle? Uh, no, I think he's going to go under this week against the Eels, mate. He was lucky to... Yeah, he got three tries last week, last round one. It's not going to happen every week, mate. I think he's under. Shawnee? Uh, over. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I think over, unfortunately. Uh, all right. Rapid-fire segment here. So we're going to go... This is another... Uh, two players I was actually thinking of. Two halves. Uh, Sean Johnson or Benny Hunt? <laughs> Sure. What's the? Are we still playing the same game? Oh, sorry. So this is our rapid fire segment. So basically, <laughs> pick which player would you prefer to bring in? Um, ah, so Sean Johnson. To, Sean Johnson. Okay. Is that purely because the buy and also no chance of paying Origin? Actually, I thought you think about that as well with Ben Hunt. Well, Sean Johnson just looks better. He's in a better team. Dragons, even though they thrash the Titans, Sean Johnson all day. Kyle? Yeah, definitely SJ for me as well. Looks at, looks as said, shooters already alluded to. He looks as good as he does. Definitely Sean Johnson, and as said, Ben Hunt plays Origin. And I don't think the Dragons are going to keep winning every week. But you still reckon he's going to go unders? Rude. Yep. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, who are you? Yeah, SJ as well. Oh, the Warriors look like a changed team. And Jeez, Dragons, my heap. You made me feel better about bringing him in now. Uh, two standards, two. Questionable um, of when they're good and bad, but we've got Herbie Farnsworth or um, Dane Gagai. Herbie uh, Farnsworth. I'll go Sean. Oh, sorry. I'll <laughs> <laughs> um, go Herbie as well. Good, good draw. Uh, Broncos have a really easy run going forward, won't play Origin, has a really late bye. Nice. Kyle? Yeah, definitely Herbie as well because Gagai's not wearing his Queensland jersey at the moment. I think it's all around the park. So we've got another Dragons player here and a Bulldog. So go Tyrell Sloan or Hayes Purim. Shoots. 
Taros flying. Ah, oh, yeah, Taros flying. <laughs> Did you have a stroke, brother? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying, Hayes Perham looked pretty bloody good against the Storm. He looked mm. like Billy Slater out there. <laughs> but but fantasy, if we're talking fantasy, I'm going Taros flying. Sean? I'm going Hayes. He, he likes a bit more work than Sloan does. Um, Sloan's probably got your highest ceiling, but that base for his parents probably the way to go, especially with how the Bulldogs looked on Saturday. For yourself, Kyle? Oh, man, yeah, I don't know about what these two have said. They've both been pretty well talked about about both, but I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Tyrell Sloan. The Bulldogs, if they carry on playing the way they are. <laughs> who knows what's going to happen. And I just think Tyrell Sloan's got that full-backs position well sewn up. I'm going Hayes Purim because I feel like he's got his bad game hours away and he's actually, you know, the, the Bronx Bulldogs are actually playing um, well now. Like you said, it's a hard, it's a tough feat to go to Melbourne and beat Melbourne. Um, you know, and he actually played pretty well. So yeah, I'm going to go old Purim there. All right, let's, um, let's rip in some questions. Uh, we're running a little bit late, so let's just sort of make these nice and punchy. Um, so we've got... First one here, Charles Walters, disciplines for you, shooter. Big Dick Energy, Karaz in and captain. <laughs> Charles, Charles is from Taranaki also. If he doesn't do this now that he's asked it on the podcast, <laughs> he, can't, he, can't claim, he can't claim Taranaki. Uh, all right, like, in a week that you should risk a captain, this week will be the week to do it. Yeah, true. I suppose there's plenty of options with Cleary out, isn't there? So Yeah, do it, Charles. Uh, another friend of the show, Leanna Mills. This one's for you, Kyle. She's asking, anyone else running woeful halves combos this week? I have Katoa and Boyd. Chin is still on the bench and likely gets punted for Nico or something later, but had too many spots spot fires for him this week. So um, you running two terrible halves? or No, uh, I'm running... Uh, who am I running this week? Sam Walker and... Oh, well, who's my other one? It's not Cleary. Sam Walker and I forget who the other one is. I'll tell you shortly. Um, no. No, I can't remember who it is, mate, to three, be honest. Two, one, that's it. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, I'd be very, very careful running Isaiah Katoa because he's not – he's a good player, uh, a league player, but his fantasy scores probably haven't really come to where, where you'd want them. So I'd be looking to get someone a little bit better than Isaiah Katoa there, Leanna. I, I probably wouldn't want to run him in my halves. Yeah, nice. All right, now we've got Jack Shot. Jeez, had a strike then. I had a, a shooter strike just then. We've got Joshua McClintock. Uh, Walsh and Egan versus Marnie and the Hammer. Can't get Marnie and Walsh, unfortunately. This one's for you, Sean. I do love Wade Egan. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Egan and Walsh. Um, yeah. Me and Shooter are on the same page there. Egan, all the time. I think, I think those two have better upside, don't they? I, I feel like Walsh is. I feel like he's in for a stellar season. And, um, yeah, Hammer could get you some 10s as well, yeah, coupled mm. with those 50s, whereas Egan and Marnie probably sit level in their scoring most weeks. Join the Islander Club. Let's go. Uh, we've got Kia Taylor. This one's for you, Shoots. Ben Hunt, is he a w- worth a look at? Any success that the Dragons have, he's going to be involved in. Look at a potential downgrade from Cleary to him to bank some cash or use to g- upgrade elsewhere. Am I silly to think he's worth a look at? Big pod. It'll take some BDE, but I think it's a shout. Cheers, lads. I'm not, I'm not keen on today. He scored a try in the weekend. He had like four tackle break, uh, four tackle busts, three offloads, two offloads to hand. Um, I'm just not that keen on it. I know, I know he's got he's got pedigree there, 
but the Dragons aren't going to be playing the Titans every week either. So I would use that BDE and go somewhere. I think I think you just got better better options elsewhere. Where Sean Johnson, for instance. The wing. Bring the wing in. <laughs> well, six hundred and fifty eight K, it's a lot of money for a lot of risk. Mm. Uh, yeah, don't don't do it. <laughs> no, I like that advice. Join the movement. Bring in SJ the wing. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Elave, this one's for you, Kyle. Cheers, fellas. Second year fantasy player. Any downsides to a double looping? If not, would you stack your emergency like the? Oh, we don't have the photo, but what are your thoughts there, Kyle? Oh, I'm just going to say, if you're going to double loop, make sure you do it right. Otherwise, you'll be in big trouble. But if you're being able to double loop this week, you obviously missed every single injury last week. Yeah, <laughs> it's, coward, it's cowardly, is what you should be saying. <laughs> TK it's, would be your friend. It's good if you use it correctly. <laughs> All right, another friend of the show, Jason Vickery. Uh, Sean, am I better off doing one trade in cheese to Walsh, leaving AKP as 17th man and keeping Cleary, or make a second trade involving Cleary to Moses or another decent half so I can move AKP to 18th man? Got Talal, Ford, and Luke. In emergencies this week, I don't think Cleary should trade out there if you've got Talao sitting on the bench or in your emergencies. You might just be better off doing the one trade. Um, Talao's not going to lose you any money, and Cleary's not going to lose any money, and just hold trades for later in the year. No, I think that's sound advice there, bro. Uh, next, we have Josh Keith Sepakin. This one's for you, Shoots. Thoughts on Levi for a single trade from Smith? <laughs> He's really set me up with the uh, the questions tonight. Do you know? I feel like when one of those old women in the Women's Day where like the girls would write letters about their husbands cheating on them and stuff. But anyway, Danny Levi, I'm not keen on him. Let me tell you his last five scores in the NRL. Uh, no, actually, that was the start of the season. Anyway, these are some of the scores he scored in fantasy in his last season. There, he in in a row, he had twenty five, seven, two, nineteen. That's all that you need to know about Danny Levi <laughs> and fantasy. Oh, I think you're spot on there, and especially with Tom Starling playing so, playing that impact player off the bench. I think, um, yeah, I think you're probably better off with Smith instead of Danny Levi there, bud. So there we go. Wise words there from Shoots. Um, we will skip. We'll go to Corwin Brohusen. Brohusen. Um, Boyd and Campiera to Preston and Walsh, or just one or the other to Preston and save the trade. Only Preston will be scoring. Uh, look, Corwin, I reckon you should pull the trigger on both. Um, Boy, I'm, I'm thinking on the Boyd. I think he's really missing David Fafita there. Um, I know we'll, we'll say on the verge of either holding or um, or selling him, but I reckon if you can get Preston and Walsh in, Preston's got some money to make, and um, I think he's cemented a good spot. Everyone was talking well about him, and if you can get eyeliner in, you can join the um, you can join the club. So might as well just do that just for that one. And also with Boyd, he's got a buy around five, so you might be just jumping over off early just to get um just to get a, a cheapie in. So I like that. All right, guys, that's um that's the end of the show. I'm just gonna I'll do another little post, but to, I'm gonna bring in um best bets. So this is the next segment I'm gonna we're starting for the season. It's best bets with shoots and Corby. Um, but before we bring them in, I'll just double I'll just go over the game day squad. Um, all the details there. So Game Day Squad to create our own fantasy league competition commencing hopefully this week. So again, we're giving out $10,000 over the next four weeks. So it's massive, massive from them. That's awesome. Uh, so it's free to play. It's gamedaysquad.com.au. Download the app on iPhone 
or Android, um, and just stay stay tuned into our socials and, and podcasts. So we'll be able to give you further updates on how to join and um, possibly how to how to play as well. So yeah, so then two thousand five hundred dollars for the next four weeks, and mate, I'll tell you what, um, maybe shoots and and Corby can either win you two thousand five hundred uh, with with their best bets. I know they've got done plenty of research, so hopefully they can bring it in. But and also don't forget the the Auckland show if you're around. Um, Around that way, you can go Sunday, the 26th of March, prior to the Round 4 Clash. So that's the Warriors and the Bulldogs. Um, you can see uh, Shoots tune on hers, Perham, from picking him up. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, Garrison Public House. Uh, it's in Sylvia Park, Auckland. So, um, so two kilometres from the Mount Smart Stadium and 100 metres from the train line. So that's solid. So come in, the boys. Um, buy them a beer or chuck some water on them um, for me. Uh, that would be lovely. <laughs> not beer though because you don't want to waste beer but to bring in some some money for the cruise can we enter corby corby is in the house i've actually just got him on mute my bad corby you're excited to bring in your, your best best head mate oh, can't, he, can't hear bud bit bit nervy at the moment actually because there's no wins on the board yet new year uh <laughs> but i've got my main man shooter and without too much, it's, it's almost like Tony Brassel and um, Brad Davidson, two great minds on a weekend, just putting our minds together to get the best bets for footy for the weekend. <laughs> so we'll see how shoots, we go. Which one's which? Is Shoots Brad Davidson or who's who? I don't even know who you guys are talking about. Oh, they're, oh, they're ra- racing four, punters. They're racing punters. They come on racing. What, what do you watch over there? TAB. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, I, th- yeah. I, th- I thought it would come on. Track side. Anyway. Get on the 12 um, for $37. <laughs> so how are we going to do it? We're going to go, we're going to have a multi each day. So um, you know sometimes your, your first leg might go on the Thursday and then you're done for the weekend. Just keep a bit of interest going the whole weekend. So me and Shoots have split the four days. He took the Thursday night. Then I've got the Friday night games. Um, he's got the Saturdays and then I've got the Sunday. And then we also just t- put together two pretty safe bets that um, should yeah, almost call it a hedge bet just to sort of bet against and it'll cover all these others. And then we've got our risky one and um, there's some good narratives to go with that risky one. <laughs> Fill-ups for the boys for round one, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we, round three. It, it, even if you're only hitting that sort of point zero two tri-strike rate with our risky one, then um, it'll be good because they're, they're going to be massive fill-ups if we hit one of them. Well, I like what you've done. So you're creating the, you know, because if you lose day one, you're not going to be set for the rest of them. So you've still got some bets to sort of bring you along. Yeah, and there'll be some, there'll be plenty of banter. It's already started in our little chat between me and Shooter. Um, it's going a bit safe this first week. Uh, had a few little hiccups with a few things, but this segment, uh, it's building. There's bigger news coming in the coming weeks, but Hopefully, we just start off safe, get a few wins, and then, um, yeah, continue, get a few people on the ride for the year. Before we, um, before we go ahead and, we, and get your bets for the week, um, do you guys have like a bet between you two to see who wins the most out of the season? And um, is there a punishment, for, not punishment, but is there a, uh, a bit of a, a bet for the loser? Uh, we haven't. We might need some, some suggestions. <laughs> 
None from Ed and in the bin, boys, so I'm not doing a shit clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we not? Yeah, please no, That one's out. But if there's any good suggestions, then uh, we'll go with them. But, yeah, me and Shooter, we might have to put something on the line. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, track, we'll, track, our, we'll track our wins. Yeah, I'll be putting up who's yeah. how we're going as a sort of punters club and then also as us um, 1v1. So, yeah, all of that will be out and open. Hopefully there's um, some pluses in front of our winning percentages. Look, I'm going to say I'm quite confident. I reckon you guys have done some good form. I'm going to fill my kitty um, to, to back yours. But all right, give us your first. Give us your first bets. What's your um, What's your Thursday one? Yeah, we'll go Thursday uh, shooter. Uh, yeah, so Thursday night, just a just a nice little kitty builder for the night uh, for the weekend. Sorry, I've gone Mike Acevo for any time try scorer and the Parramatta Eels to beat Manly Sea Eagles, and that is currently paying three dollars ten. That is a good fill-up. So just that's just the one same game. Multi, because yeah, there's only one game on. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Friday, nice, I'm a, Sorry, go for it. Nice and, nice and easy. Kitty builder. And Friday, what are your thoughts there? Is so this for you, Corbs? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to jump on the back of that winner. We're going to, we're <laughs> going to go double up, back-to-back. Friday night, uh, we had the Dolphins and Knights. We do... The, the Dolphins feature in a, a later multi with our safe and risky bets, but I put all my effort into the bunnies. I think the bunnies are going to... They've had the rub of the green on the, the roosters, really upset them in the quarters last year down there at... Um, what's it called now? Not ANZ. Allianz. Oh, Allianz? No. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. And it's... Um, I've gone the bunnies. Artillery's back for both teams, but I think the, the roosters are yet to fire this year. I haven't seen enough to jump on them. The Bunnies have got some big ones back as well. I think they're only really missing Arrow. And I think they're going to yeah, really spoil the party again at their new stadium. Um, and I've gone Cody Walker teamed up there to score any time. He, he had a 0.5 try scoring rate last year. Hasn't got over yet. So if the stats are telling us anything, he's due. And I expect him. He always has a big game in these ones. Him and Luttrell, I reckon, will be huge. So... Yeah, that's a nice little one. That comes in at $3.10. So not a lot of value in our first two, but <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon they're safe. We just want to get a few wins. But yeah, yeah, there's values in, in uh, filling the bank, that's all. So is that nothing on the second game? Nah, nah, I just went on the, the bunnies there. Yep, nah, nice. Uh, all right, well, who's, who's got the Saturday? Uh, I've got the Saturday, and so I've gone, I've gone a little bit more riskier here. So I've covered all three games. So in the first game, I've got Alikataya anytime try scorer, and I've multi that up with a Cowboys and a Broncos win for seven dollars thirty six. So we're getting we're pushing some uh, some value towards the end of the the, the the round there. That's not too bad. Yeah. yeah, I just think I think the Broncos will get it done um, quite comfortably, and uh, oh, unfortunately, I have to pick bet with my head over my heart and go Cowboys up at North Queensland there over the. The Warriors. Yeah, look, look, it, it shows a bit of faith for the punters that you're actually backing with your head and um, and yeah. not your little head, I guess. Yeah, well, when there's, I have a little strategy. I always bid against the Warriors, so if they win, I'm happy, and then if they lose, I'm still happy. <laughs> so for, for, for <laughs> yeah, sorry, you go, go, Andy. I was going to say, so for everyone else, it's a win-win because the Warriors lose and they and they get some money. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Sunday. That's Saturday's done. So, what's the what's the bet for Sunday? 
I was going to say, I'll take that same strategy against the Wallabies. And, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't win much because the odds for the other team, especially the All Blacks, isn't great. <laughs> I went the I went the Dogs Titans overs forty one and a half. This one was a little bit risky, but feel the Dogs got to play their natural expansive game last week, and the coach come out and said that's that's how they're going to play. They're going to play to their strength. So I think with them full of confidence, knocking the storm off down there, they're going to come out throwing the ball around. The Tigers seem to be very clunky and almost conservative in attack. Um, so I think. Desperation's going to have to get them to throw the ball around too. I only need a couple of tries from them because I reckon the doggies will fill up the rest of that 41.5. And then TK's not happy about this one. I went the Raiders for the win. This is a bit of an upset here. (laughs) But did you know the Raiders have had the last eight wins against the Sharks? Eight? Yeah, I think the Raiders winning this will also be the excuse to maybe bring Hines back earlier than they wanted to. So... It uh, could be a win-win for fantasy owners uh, or fantasy uh, people wanting to get Hines in now that they're punting Cleary. So that comes in. It's it's not a big one as well. It's four dollars sixty-nine. So nice little nice little cheeky one again, just to get us started off for the year. Well, I suppose it's probably going to be bittersweet for TK because if they lose, then it means that Hines might come back and they could actually start getting some some wins on the board. Yeah, he's, that- he's huge. But then they've got the buy on the round five, round don't they? Or round, round six. six. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming uh, where we'll be able to find these bets. So if if some of us have um have missed some of these, where will we be able to find these? We'll put the socials. We'll put each day on the socials. But the safe and risky one, which we're about to go through, it's going to be just um, you've got to listen to the pod for this week, and then we'll we'll see if we change that to next week. So the safety one we both put in our leg. I went the Cowboys. 13 plus up there against the Warriors. Yep. And Shooter, who'd you go? I went the Dolphins over the. Who are they playing? The Knights, eh? Yeah, the Knights. And that yeah. come in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that come on for a reason. $3.60. So I, I just think the Cowboys are going to. They've got a pretty uh, a strong record up there at home. They'll want to bounce back after. Last week, they've, only, they've lost the two players, but I think Chester and Shibasaki will do the job there. They've, they've almost built a little bit of a mentality of next man up. So, Is there any uh, love for, um, for Chestnut's debut try? Nah, nah. Well, I've just gone. He didn't have a great strike rate from his um, reserve stats, so I've just went the, the Cowboys 13 plus to get it done. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's, again, similar to our other pricing. And then the risky is the big one. <laughs> so <laughs> I went. The goat Nichols to go over for another try. Now he's already <laughs> been greedy this year, but the Tigers actually had a lot of success against the Knights last week, who the Dolphins are playing up through the middle. And then for some reason, I think Matty Johns might have commented on this as well. They kept going to shift it out early, wide, but just lost structure, lost shape. Just they just look frazzled. Wayne, he'll have the Dolphins targeting the weak middle and and those reserve Knights, and that's when he comes on. He's going to be coming on against the reserve uh, Knights on the bench. And it's a Harold Matthews make, team. Yeah, two of them making their <laughs> debut. Nick, Nick Arima is still crafty enough around the ruck, so he'll get the try assist, and Nichols over for a try. And that's Go paired on, up with us, shooters. Price. <laughs> no, it's paired up with shooters. This is the other leg. Ooh. Three in a row, baby. Three in a row. Wait again. <laughs> Wade Egan to score again for his third game in a row. 
Oh, this is going to be juicy. Come on. Actually, it can't be more than $12. That's... Come on, mate. Oh. Nichols was paying 11 <laughs> Yeah, ca- come on. Surely, 60, surely it can't be more 66, than... $66. $60. Jeez, that See, is no, 66 Don't take the six out of there. <laughs> that's, so, that's actually pretty good because they're, they're two great analysis because, like you said, Nichols with some very, very, very inexperienced forwards and, um, and Egan just for that sneaky little, little try in the middle. I really like that. That's probably my favourite bet of year of all of them. So how many yes. bets in total was that? Six six bets. So the, the yep. four days of footy and then, yeah, your safe and risky run. So that'll be the same format each week. Uh, we'll come on here, give a little bit of stats, a little bit of a narrative for each of our legs. And and uh, obviously the banter will continue from next week, just going um, on who's sort of winning and who's losing and who's letting each other down in the, uh, the safe and risky <laughs> Well, look, I'm looking forward to round two, to, to next week already, just to sort of either celebrate with yous or um, just just give it to yous for, for losing my money. <laughs> so do we want to call it best bets with snake and shooter or best bets with shooter and snake? I think sh- we're going shooter and snake. Shooter and snake. So to snake to just bring yeah, it there, back. There'll be, we've got some stuff for the socials. We'll probably leave it just to the morning. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, then obviously jump on because there's a few things needed to change tonight, but won't get into that. But all good. We're pretty confident, aren't we, Shooter? Yeah, I'm very – I'm always confident in my bidding. It's – my bidding account's got about 80 cents in it at the moment, but I'm usually pretty pretty, um, pretty confident. But I will say gamble within your means and gamble responsibly. Correct. Very, very well said. Very well said. That's 80 cents because you withdrew the rest in your sheets. You withdrew yeah, the uh, 20 grand. That's right. Bought my missus yeah. uh, <laughs> ring or something. <laughs> All right, guys. That, that is uh, best bets with Shooter and Snake. So, look, very uh, very keen for this next segment. And let's all make some money and, and, and fill our bank accounts and hide them from our missus. Woo. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, any, last, uh, any last words before we end, end the show? Corby? No, nah, no. Nah, good luck to everyone in uh, fantasy. And, um, yeah, just a little dabble. Don't bet too big. Only bet what you afford to lose. Yeah. Lovely shoes. Don't, if, they don't, if they don't come in, don't message us abusing us or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, so you just, can bet us if you want to. <laughs> yeah, just just enjoy, enjoy, um, enjoy your weekend, enjoy your punting, enjoy your fantasy. If you have any other good bets that you think might be good, chuck them in the comments on the socials. We'll be... Yeah, yeah, no, we'll definitely ask for everyone else's little bets over the weekend and, and see how we all go. Happy days. All right, cheers, boys. Um, good luck this weekend. Hopefully, we've got some fill-ups. All right, see you, listeners. <laughs>